Buenas noches, San Antonio. Welcome to Puro SAFC. It's Matt. Clayton. Clayton. Buenas noches, dude. Hey, man. We are here. We're watching SAFC. We're talking SAFC. This is Puro SAFC. That's right. <laughs> we are at the Shad Pad. Yep. And a uh, little music note right there. That was Willis Allen Ramsey with Northeast Texas Women because... What we're kind of talking about today is the route that they've started taking, like, up to Austin, up to Oklahoma, and boom, heading northeast, yeah. Well, I don't want to interrupt you. No. So I waited for you to finish that thought while I cracked the beer. Yeah. You're right. We're here. We're talking all kinds of SAFC games. They've been on the road. Yes, and we've been um, neglectful in our duties, our, uh, what we enjoy doing. It's been a little while. There have been a couple of games, and they're playing right now. Yeah. So we're going to uh, watch a little, talk a little, watch a little, talk a little, watch a little, talk a little. Yeah? It's halftime of the SAFC at Tulsa game. So by the time we finish this episode, hits play, it will be the end of the game. Yep. And then we'll know what we're looking forward to this Saturday in our quote-unquote home game. Right. And so uh, we've been on the road the last three games. We went to Austin. Then we went to Oklahoma City. And now we are in Tulsa. And uh, that was Austin on a Saturday. Tulsa, I mean, OKC last Saturday. And this is a Wednesday nighter in Tulsa. Yep. And so this is a little I-35. This is what it is. When they came up with this, uh, all the groups, and um, and you know, actually tonight, tonight's game is between two of the four undefeated teams left in the USL, and they are. I think we have a five-point lead on them right now, which we have built up over these last two games that we played against uh, Austin and Oklahoma. So says you. So that's a little bit of a spoiler. Let me just tell the listeners what's happened since we last potted. It's Wednesday night, August 1st. We went up to Austin. We played Austin Bold. SAFC. Saturday night, Saturday night. Thank you, sir. 4-2, to two, SAFC were the winners on the road. Big win on the road. Yes. We got goals from Solniak, Smith, Pirano, Solniak. Put our foot in the asses of SAFC light. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. A week off. Then we come, go up to Oklahoma City and win three to nothing on the road in their house. Pirano, Montgomery, and Bailone with goals. And here we are Wednesday night, kicking off on a three game a week where we're gonna have three games again. But we got a lot to summarize. There's probably some big picture things to see, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna start small though. For the listeners, the first thing that I had. Um, the first note that I had about the Austin game, which was a while back, was how gigantically fat Diego Restrepo has gotten. <laughs> I know you didn't watch a ton of the game, but you watched the highlights. 
did you notice this, how gigantic Diego Restrepo has gotten? Like, if there is a whole taco thing between San Antonio and Austin, <laughs> he has made his choice because the, the amount of weight that he put on since he has gotten to Austin is incredible. Like, Shots where would fired. you? Where, where are your Where are your Austin taco places, Matthew? That I bet Diego Restrepo is frequenting. Oh, there's this great little hole in the wall called Torchies. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. How, do you put Maria's Taco Express in the uh, Austin is, pantheon of tacos? That place is good. If you like hot women, you go to the one right by the UT campus, the uh, Margarita. What's the Mexican martinis? They have those. Oh, yes. Uh, and you're only allowed like two of them. And yes. they cut you off. Oh boy, I'm blanking uh, on the name. My wife got thrown out of it, or not thrown out. She got cut off there one time. And then and down on South right First, there's a place called uh, not Poncho's. It's been too long, Clayton. I can't even remember. But those are my two joints. What's the place that's east of 281? Um, that has the big burrito. One in a million. One in a million. One in a million. That's is one in a million legit? It's not really a taco, but it's good food. Yes, and it's east of 281. So I bet uh, Restrepo on his way to go east. To their F1, their Formula One uh, stadium, I bet he stops at one in a million every day. All right. <laughs> For the listeners, I was in Colorado. I didn't watch a thing. I was on vacation, enjoying the end of my summer of Shattuck, summer of soccer, enjoying the cool mountain air and not inside watching TV. So Clayton's got notes. I looked at the lineups. I see what happened. We've been talking about it. But you're the expert on the. I took copious case. notes. All, All right. right. So I guess if you want to talk big, big picture. Big, let's talk can big I, picture. Can I say a big picture thing that I noticed? Yeah, tell it. Colin Montgomery. He started his third consecutive game tonight. Okay. He started as the left center back in every one of the last three games. Right, and he started the very first game as well before we went on break. And he disappeared after break. We. I wondered if he'd gone back to Dallas. Right. He disappeared in addition to the big Swedish guy, Norwegian guy, whatever his name is, Axel, whatever. Soberg. We haven't seen him. On Facebook, some guy, some guy who I don't know and you don't know, listens to our show. We have a fourth listener. Oh, is this the guy that tried to, he, like. Possibly. Okay, all right. He said, I know he listens because after our last pod, he said, Soberg's playing an MLS back in Florida. Check the Columbus roster. Man, I, first of all, I didn't know we had him on loan, like that he was Columbus yes, he's property, Columbus was he? I, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that to begin with. So, hey, that's awesome. Thank you for... So he's whoever. gone. Montgomery's not gone. So right. that's my that's one thing I noticed by doing my homework for 15 minutes okay. that I Good. slept on. Good. What were you going to say, Clayton? Um, so I was going to say... Oh. That while you're thinking, Montgomery even scored a goal last game. Sorry did. to steal. So your I was saying, big picture. Yeah. Um. Is is this new? Um. Us winning four to two and three to one and scoring a lot of goals. Is this um because of our improvement or is this because of teams that we're playing against? You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. I do. Are we better or are they worse? Right. And I will say this. So part of the Austin game, it was very – it was emphasized throughout the, the game that they have, have they had a very depleted squad. They did not have a full squad. So like Chris Tierpick had decided to opt out of playing – former SASC player had decided to opt out because he's expecting a child. 
Um, they have another player, I can't remember his name, that was a starter that had opted to play out for one reason or another. Uh, Sonny Guadarrama was not playing because of a quote-unquote neck injury. Okay, so right. you're right. We have no opt-outs, do we? Yeah, we, we, we've been very fortunate thus far, right? We haven't seen any kind of like, you know, and I don't know whether that's a testament to what SAFC is doing as a, as a team. Could be. Or, because San Antonio is a hot spot right now. We know you that, know, right? Lee, Lee, the assistant coach, said same squad, and he also talked a lot about the professionalism, and I know there that his bosses – but it's believable. We're attached to an NBA team, so we have higher level sure, staff. Like, we don't know if everybody is is partaking in the same testing standards and stuff that we are, right? It sounds like, like from what Lee said, a lot of it, like it's pretty regimented. Yes, at like, least in San Antonio, right? So, but anyway, um, but like Austin, this was their first. Oh, oh, fifty first minute. Zero Saint zero. Clair had to cover though. Saint Clair had to cover. Zero um, zero. Tulsa SA. That was a San Antonio shot, Clayton. Yeah, we'll get to St. Clair later too. Um, I, uh, I, uh, this was Austin's first game in like three weeks or something like that because because of COVID-related issues. Like they didn't play; they postponed one game. They didn't. I don't know whether it's on their side or they they were playing side. They had a staff member test positive. There you go. Thank you. And so they took two weeks off. That's a good call. That might have affected things. Right, and like their backup goalie was listed as their assistant coach. And he was yoked. I saw him like and it's the guy that was uh on the Jamaican national team, um, like in a couple of gold cups and stuff like that. Not the gigantic one that's the head coach of a, of one of these teams. Yeah. Oh um anywho, um Talk to going him. to the Austin game. So I took tons of notes from the Austin from the Austin game. Hold on. And Your big picture. Can I say it for the yeah, listener? Yeah, no, yes, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, last year, the SAFC, did we win a single road game last year? Maybe, Maybe one. Maybe one or two. Maybe and this is two. two straight wins on the road. Not just wins, but four to two and three to nothing. Seven two total goal difference. That's something, Clayton. That's yeah. not nothing. So you said that before we started recording. Like, it, it's, it's not like the rest of these teams have gotten a lot worse since last season. So you can't blame that on the fact that we're getting results on the road. It's, it's almost like I'm looking for an excuse to kind of like diminish what, what we're accomplishing. Let's go glass half full. Yes. We are getting results on the road. You know what? If, if, if we're outplaying other teams, is that because maybe because we're, we're pretty damn good? Convincingly, too. And the, our other road game was the 1-1 tie that we were winning. Until well, the, the Austin last... game, it was 2-2 at one point. It was it was two two. But we came out and scored two goals pretty quick, and then they scored two goals to tie it up. But we were clearly the better team in okay. a big picture sense the entire time. What I mean is RGV. We also were the better team until the last ten minutes, and then they scored. They yes. had chances, but we were the better soccer team right. that day. I and so our road tie really could have been a win. Yes, but they also could have been a loss. You know, like it wasn't like we create oh. Oh, here we go. Sarge! Sarge! Good ball in, Sarge! 54th minute. SAFC attacking. Still nil-nil. Oh, okay. Zero, zero. Keeping oh. The ball for- oh. That's Mr. Oh. Hervo. So this is what I want to Can bring Can we go up. particulars? So, yeah. I brought it up to you, and you didn't get the chance to see. Zachary Hervo has come on and been just a ray of sunshine yeah. for us. He, he came on in the second... Oh! 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 O
Nutmegs! Oh! Woo! Gallegos oh. with a nutmeg shot wide. There's, we'll get to him later, too. Tell me about Zach Caravo. Zachary Caravo came on in the second half of the Austin game. And our, our, um, our ability to possess, our creative play, just exponentially went up when he stepped on the field. Now, I will say this. In the second game against, um, against uh, Oklahoma City, he started and went off with an injury. And he wasn't great when he was on. But... The Austin game could have gone very different. They tied it up and oh, we're had a couple of chances. Had a couple of chances, but Hervo came on, calmed things down, played some exceptional balls, and and just and changed the game, in my opinion. Talk to me about this question. Yep. So Hervo, when I see him, if you're not familiar, listeners, Zach Hervo, he's big, tall, got long hair in the middle. Ha- on the Haitian national team. Oh, that's his heritage. Okay. Yes. So, he is a big, strong, tall player who I associate with defensive play. Oh! Man. Sorry. A little bit of a... Sh- I, I associate him as a good defender first, right. not a possessor. So, how could bringing in defense help us be better possessing? So, I didn't, I didn't see him in that role, but in the game against Austin... What we did in the second half was what you had asked for in our in our last pod. Mm. They bumped um, they bumped Gallegos up, took one of the Argentines off. I can't remember whether it was Bailone or Dorenzo. Yeah, um, it was one of them. And then Haribo, they put Gallegos at forward. Yes, Gallegos okay. was playing higher up the pitch okay. or higher up the field, and Parano was playing that attack, and then Haribo was playing. Playing all those like precision balls, the the kind of the unlocking the defense balls, and PC was sitting deeper. Oh, and um and Hervo was great in that role, great. And I don't know whether the setup, how it was supposed to be, but it just kind of naturally flowed where Hervo was higher than PC and was playing very unlocked, like very artistic type balls. Well, he can cover a lot more ground than PC. There, that's he's a got good longer thing as well. legs. Yes, and he's probably faster. Um, can I make my point about offense and defense that I made to you earlier? Yes, please do. Okay, the first half we were talking. Oh, great first touch. Play him. Is that uh, Gallegos? Play him. Oh, DiRenzo. Hit it. 57th minute. Ah, that's a weak effort. Hey, but if it was their RGV keeper, it might have gone in. Yeah, it might have. I see seven goals in two games, and I thought, how could it be that we've been so stagnant, we've been so defensive... In a good way, we were very organized, right? Yes. I think you could say our team this year yes. is certainly organized. How do you get all these goals when the stress and the, the, the emphasis had been on defending? Here's Hervo in the open field proving your point. Yep. Uh, and so I don't remember what I told you. but I was No, like, what you said was this. The fact that we've, we've been so solid defensively gives confidence to, like, say, our outside, our, our wingers that are bombing forward to allow them to get forward and be more advanced and play just with more confidence that I don't have to be thinking defense first, I can think offense first. Is that kind of what you were saying? Yes, and, and the center midfielders too, like Gallegos and Pirano. Remember, Pirano was having to run back and cover people. Yeah, we talked about the, the, the kind of disjointed defense between Pirano and Gallegos yeah. and them not knowing like when they do have to have defensive duties, like whose, whose duties are what. 
So I know we gave up two goals to Austin, but this <laughs> duties. <laughs> this backline of Montgomery, Yarrow, Tainer, Gorski, some combination of those guys, they're really composed, and I feel like no one feels like they need to get just in case behind the defense right now. Great save We're coming out by Saint Clair. Speaking of composed, yeah. Speaking of why we might feel confident, goalkeeper the last three games. You know, it starts. It starts from the back. It starts on the in the spine, yeah. right? And um, and he has been unnerved. That would be a great way, I think, to just in all these games. unnerved. I haven't seen him shaky. I haven't seen him um, rattled. I haven't seen him unnerved. Oh, he's so composed. So that's your notes on. I liked your story that you're watching the Aust- the OKC game and Willie Trevino sponsored this show. Said, "Hey, who's this keeper?" Great point. Thank you for everybody. Like Willie understands the game of soccer. He he's maybe not doesn't watch as much as we do, but just out of nowhere on Saturday night, this last night, his Oklahoma City goes. Where does goalie come from? You he, know, he like, makes up saves. Yes, yeah, and you well, know, and I was like, you know, he's on, and I just responded. He's on loan from uh, Minnesota United. He's solid. And, and like, is there really any better? Um, Look at like, that footwork right there. And, you know, we talked about this in a previous show. In this game tonight, we play backwards, and you go, oh, no. And then St. Clair just calmly passes it out 40 yards away. We move on, and nothing happened. There you go. Yes, it's like that it's composure. Not, it's not like, oh, my God, this is a – we're getting used to playing out of the back and not being um, – not being absolutely just mesmerized by the fact that we can keep the ball a little bit. You know? Not only is he composed, but he makes... I don't know if they're spectacular saves, but they're impressive. Right. Um, he makes more than just the saves he's supposed to. Go yes, ahead. exactly. Um, I would say we, we need to talk also about the work that's been done up top by Solnyak and by Lone slash... How about, like what we need to think of a, a name? You had like, a name Argentine for them. Argentine trio, like you used top, to have a name, like the Gauchos or the. Oh, I like you know, that. <laughs> like, you had looked the, up the Charascos. What's it called? Like the, when you when you go. Clayton, and, you had looked up in the first game before the first game in preseason the name of some Argentine boy band. Oh, that's right. And now you've that's forgotten. Right. It. Oh, you were one hundred percent correct. But yes, that's what it needs to be because collectively they are doing so much work up high, like. Just hounding defenders and and trying to win long balls in the air and being like elbows and, and knees. Uh oh, this is trouble. Trouble. Oh, good shot. Good save, St. Clair. Good cover. Good cover. You know, so there are three of them. There's Sol- Solignac, pretty much doesn't come out. He's number nine. He impressed us early on, continues to He's be. He's our a- Harry Kane. He's our Harry Kane. He's a good, solid player. Yeah. He works hard, plays well, scores goals, assists. The other one is DiRenzo or Bailone. Yes. So there's three of them. They're all big, they're all tall, and they all work hard. Yep. So if you're a fan and you want to watch, Solnyak is the one not in the short shorts. And um, the other two are huge and wear short shorts. <laughs> and they're interchangeable. They probably are roommates. You know, um, we were talking earlier about... What's the one constant that we have seen in, in all these games? And it's uh it's PC. Ooh. Is he the is he the first guy on the uh, on the coaches when he's when he's penciling in the lineup? Well I don't wanna veer left when you veer right. 
I would have maybe said Christian Pirano, but tonight Christian Pirano not in the eighteen, not Talk, not on point. the lineup. Talking, talking point. point. Best talking point. best young player in the USL. Uh, made team of the week this week, and then made team of the week two weeks ago when he scored when he scored two goals against Trouble. Trouble. Oh, good. Well done, Chainer. Um, he scored uh, two goals against Austin, right? One against Austin, one against OKC. But he had an assist, an assist or two assists. In both games, I yeah, think. Yeah, so there you go. And then, um, but tonight he is not, uh, I don't even know if he's in the stadium. He's not one of the 18 players that's eligible to play tonight against Tulsa. Yeah, so hopefully everything's okay. So let's talk about that. Okay. Um, is it a squad? Re- oh, whoa, hold on. Chance. Solniak, good man. Good ball. Great ball. Oh. Argentine to Argentine. Gaucho on Gaucho. <laughs> I do need to look up again what that boy band name is. But anyway, um, is that something that you're okay with? Yeah. Like, let's say let's say he's not hurt. Let's say he's not hurt. Oh. How about that? Yes, I'm okay we with that. He's not, yeah. Jose Gallegos, kind of a Pirano clone. Tonight you were watching. We keep quoting each other because first half we weren't recording. Right. You said, oh, he's even pulling Pirano's same body shape and the little skill move of Pirano. The and little cutback to, to create a little space. I love that in that we need that. And that whenever Pirano can't play or we need a break. Yeah, Hervo with rangy motion. This huh? is nice. Oh! That looks like minute. a little European soccer right there, doesn't it? Where it's like play it, go back, get it, and then play it, play it to the other guy, and then go, and then go away from the ball. It's spectacular. Good hit. Good hit. Well, I, th- I think it's great because it's hard to get them both on the field. Woo! When Pirano can't play, we play Gallegos there. Right. And Gallegos has looked good tonight, right? And we're right? not going to say they're interchangeable. How I'm many, not saying they're interchangeable parts. How many nutmegs does Jose Gallegos have tonight? Over At least two. At least two and a half. Two and a half. I think that might be the day, the, the game, every game over under on nutmegs for him. And and like I was bringing up to you, like he clowned some people at the end of the Oklahoma City game. It was in like uh, mop-up time and we were already up 3-0. But he did some things that like... Maybe he probably shouldn't even have done, like showing up, old man. Oh, Tulsa. Oh, once again, solid defense. There's Maloney back. Right? Clayton, it's the YouTube generation. Like, he's just getting hits on his Instagram for every Meg he pulls out there. <laughs> oh, Haribo probably shouldn't do that there. Yeah, a bit much. Oh, That's good challenge! No, trouble. Don't go to ground there. Don't go to ground. Okay, so you were saying PC... Oh yeah, back he's to starting every game and playing most of the minutes. <sighs> he's not coming off. You know, for the level that this is, yeah, it's good. It's fine. He's is he the first one that's pet that's put in the lineup? Connor Maloney, Blake Smith, those two start have maybe started every game this year. Along with him. Yeah, they have. You're, so that you're one hundred percent correct. That second line of three, Smith, PC, and Maloney, the, that whole line is in right. ten. So, so is that so when Lebov was telling us that like we want to play like Atalanta, is the, are those the guys that you have penciled in like for Atalanta? You know, like is that is that the formation and those people are the key? Do, like, do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Like, you have to have those workhorses there. They're going to do the unsung oh, definitely. hard work. You watched Atalanta today, right? Yes. Everyone on the team, 
is bought in and plays hard. Yes. And they sub their best player in the 60th minute half the time. Yeah. It's a rotation, and you're going to play, and every, defenders are going to get chances in the box. Right. But the, but the three guys you have in those workhorse spot right spots right there, those have to be the same guys. Is that kind of like yes or no? Well, my bone that I pick is I think there should be a fourth guy in that, not a three. Okay. But that's my bone to pick. Yeah, definitely. That, those are your chuggers. The wide guy's got to stay wide. The center guy's got to stay center. Okay, so we've talked about Solnyak, we've touched on Pirano. PC, is he the first guy on your team sheet? I mean, I was pretty negative first week, like coming back, and like, but I've done it. I've done it about face. He's he's given me Pekka, you know. He's given me he's he given has. me he's given me enough Pekka Whew. that like that's how far Pekka was the first guy on the sheet. Is that if you give me eighty percent Pekka? You're still my first guy on the sheet. Is this unfair? If we played a team with a Christian Pirano type, it could be a problem. So that's a good point. So he's not and, that sound. And, and that goes back to my um, to our discussion of like so these teams that we've been playing and they don't have the so supposedly Tulsa who we're playing tonight they have you've seen some a few some skill out of like they've got a Brazilian there. You're talking about that Dallas the, the, the guy, right? Costa. Yes. And he's the guy that's kind of matching up against PC. But at the same time, I mean, I haven't noticed him. He's right? been quiet. But yeah, yeah. I mean. PC's been quiet, though. But that's what we've talked about. That's what you like about that position, right? If you don't notice that guy, then he's doing his job. I mean, as long as, yes, as long as they're not winning 3 nothing and we're not noticing because we can't find him. He stays home. He makes them go around him. Yeah. He's staying home a little more, huh? Uh, PC, yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what Haravo. Oh! I think we used to see a little more of him going bulldog, sideline to sideline. Yeah. Oh, ma- great turn! Oh. Woo! That's Here we go! This is it! This is it! Oh! Oh, oh no, Yes! That's, that's, that's our kid, right? That's Gallegos, yes? 70 yeah. yard run right there. 60 yard run. He's got a sexy turn. He's got he's got old men all upset. Like he's got old men hey, all frazzled. Kevin, Kevin Garcia, dude, just got clowned. Kevin Garcia was the worst dynamo starting left back of all time. Oh, look at this. Look at you. So many years of such not goodness. He was so mediocre. Whenever he'd start, it was like, oh gosh. So anyway, so going back to our, our discussion about like um like Hold on, let me clear my ears out for a second, Clayton. <laughs> okay. Like, Discuss. I, I don't know whether whether PC is first on the list or that, but he's he's doing the things right now that need to be that need to be done to allow us to to succeed, and, and it's been nothing but success since since we've set foot back on the back on the field, right? Uh, so yeah, it's hard to it's, argue with that notion. It's working, but what's good is that it's working and we're rotating. It doesn't look like we're searching for answers. It looks like we're finding answers. That's a good... Oh! Under the wall, saved by the keeper. That's right. We're attacking. So um, you're exactly right. Like, when we would come out with different lineups last year, it looked like we were we didn't have an answer and we were struggling looking for something. That's a great point. And our... I mean, our formation's not varying. Our plan is not varying. We're doing what we're doing, and we're plugging and playing guys that are similar. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm listening. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Josh Yarrow scored an own goal in the Austin game. 
I don't think he's he being was, punished at all. He was. That's not my question. Okay. He was your team MVP last year. I know. I know. You love the dude on the team. He played almost every minute of the whole season. He scored an own goal. He didn't play the next game. He's starting again tonight. Do you think he should be a starter? Yes. In the middle. Do you like him in center, center back? No, or center back? no. I agree with our assessment from a, a few pods ago where I don't like him centrally being the guy that has to have the head on the swivel. I like him being the guy that cha- is chasing the guy into the um, into the channel that is going to force him away from the goal. He isn't going to get beat 1v1 because last time we saw him, last season we saw him so many times kind of get caught in between like marking, who's he marking and that kind of stuff. I, I like him knowing to chase the guy into the channel and to force that guy away and not be the head on the swivel with the ball in the air guy. He's only got half of the field. There you go. The right side to worry about. Yeah, Anyone I, who comes over here, I mark. And that's, and that's not a that's not a that's not a um, knock on him at all. That his vision may not be central defender vision. I there's think no, there's nothing like Ashley Cole doesn't have central defender vision. You know, I what think I'm saying? it's a size thing. Yeah, I mean that's when fine. center forwards might be six inches taller than you. That's hard. Yeah, that's not his fault. And if you can stay more oh, outside, oh, 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 oh. stay oh, more outside, have more of a one v one defending situation instead of picking up big runners. Oh wow, Gallegos just. Why is that not an advantage right there? Because USL referees. Why is that not? Gallegos threw to the end line and they stopped the play. Would you rather have him going away from the goal, going to the end line, or this set piece right here? All I know is I want Gallegos to take this free kick. PC, you you are who you are. You're twenty. This, this may be a you're twenty seven. Kind of a passing of the torch, a uh, an SAFC big moment, right? So, ladies, and, so people are listening. We're watching, and there's a set piece, maybe twenty yards out, right outside from the corner of the eighteen. And PC and Jonathan and Gallegos oh are standing God. over the back. Or He's in. <laughs> you know what it was? He thought that guy was going to win the ball, and so he blew the whistle. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, and they're standing over the ball, PC being the veteran, the KG, and the less footer, Gallegos being a right footer, and is the 18-year-old going to take it, or is the 30-year-old going to take I it? I think Gallegos going to put it over the wall and over the goal. I want Gallegos taking it. You? The I don't care. 28-year-old Brazilian? Gallegos! That was going to be on frame. Yeah. He was going to put it on frame. Corner kick to us. All right. Too much uh, us just doing play-by-play and not enough talking. Clayton, who's your MVP for the last three games, these road games? You've watched them all. Oh, Piranha. 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 Christian Piranha. 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 More than any defender. More than St. Clair. Granted, like we're talking about, uh, well, we gave up two. Is he playing at levels that you didn't see last year? Piranha. No. Um, but he's enduring more because he is getting hit hard. He's getting whacked. Like, we've talked about this before, right? Like, have they figured him out? Like, do they know that he's the guy? Like, and are they gonna are they gonna lay into him? Well, definitely looks like laying into him is the strategy. There's a, a big line between figure out and laying into him. Like, that's not figuring someone out. This is fouling him, taking advantage of lax referees. Yeah, like, maybe, like... I mean, it's definitely they know who he is. He's not taking anybody by surprise right now. You said Neymar today drew three yellow card, four yellow cards, and then just proceeded to burn everyone because he knew they had yellows. Pirano's not Neymar level in this league. 
No, he's not that guy yet. He's not attacking but, guys but he on definitely, yellow. He definitely puts a lot of people in uncomfortable positions. And so they, they, I think they make conscious efforts in certain parts of the field to not make him, uh, to not allow him to make them more unnervy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's why I think we should free him up more to go find spaces. No, you've been right. And so, and so this whole, what you said last time, last right. pod about what I want to see is them bump Gallegos up, and that's what happened. And we were excellent against Austin when they did that. Huh. Haravo came, they bumped Gallegos up, Haravo oh. came on, and it was, and it was the, I really, oh. oh, he's doing it again. Speaking, he taking it right out of your mouth, Clayton. Gallegos has forced two guys to get yellows. Oh. <laughs> this is the third foul, and is it going to be a yellow? Because he's already drawn two yellows in the last five minutes. I mean, it's not just him taking too many touches and getting lucky, is it? He just he's, went from midfield to the box. Like, he's, he had a triple team. And, and this is at least him. the third time that we've seen him go on a 20 or 30 yard run. He just drew two yellows during our conversation. All right. Maddie, I have to go to the facilities, so you can either keep talking and do. Uh, I need a beer, so we're going to go take a beer break.